back to open your own door podcast um i am still obsessing over the podcast we did last week with lauren if you guys haven't listened to it 10 out of 10 recommend you guys go back and listen to it um we talk all things about her journey that got her as a a certified massage therapist um what pivotal moments she went through to get her to that point um we also talk about life as a bonus mom for her she has a stepdaughter so we talk about that um we just talk about all all good things so I really recommend you guys go back and listen to it if you guys have ever been on the fence about starting your own business or getting into this industry or more specifically becoming a massage therapist definitely recommend you guys go listen to it because Lauren's amazing. She's so nice and so genuine and I really think she could be very influential to a lot of you guys if you guys are on the fence. So definitely go listen to her. Um, But today's episode, I want to just get very personal and for those of you who don't know and haven't been following us on Instagram, we are opening a second location and oh my gosh, I just, I don't have words, I don't even know, like, how to feel, what to feel, any, anything, um, I'm pretty shocked still (laughs) that we're expanding to San Diego, um, but I am so excited, I know I've worked so hard to get to this point, um, I deserve this move, my business deserves this move, it's just still scary regardless. Um, So I first and foremost want to tell anyone that's listening, if you guys are on the fence about making a really big and what seems scary decision, it's going to seem scary and it's always going to seem scary, but it's so worth it. If you know deep down that it's the right choice, it's going to work out. Um, I remember when I opened up this brick and mortar, my first physical storefront location, and just being so nervous, wondering how I was going to fill the rooms, um, like how I was going to do it. I had just had my daughter. She was three months old when I was in here, like renovating this whole space. Um, It all happened so fast that I feel like I didn't have a chance to like sit and be with that uneasy feeling it was just like boom 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 like it's happening so I feel similar feelings with this transition but it doesn't make it any easier that I've done it before um it does help though that I have reassurance that it worked before and it will work again um and I am worthy for this expansion and the the changes that are going to come with my business. Um, so I am really, really excited, but I want to get into like all the nitty grit with you guys. Um, talk about how I got here, kind of obstacles I've had to overcome during my process of starting my own brick and mortar, um, obstacles I've overcome in the industry, just everything. Everything that hopefully can help you guys make different decisions or go about things differently to hopefully help you avoid some 
some issues, I guess. Um, that's what I'm going to try and talk about today. So without further ado, I'm going to jump right into it. So I got into the beauty industry in 2018. Um, I was working a full-time job as a cocktail server slash bartender. I was like slowly transitioning. I actually just um, got a promotion to be a bartender and I was working at a casino and it was great. It was good money. Um, The hours sucked. The hours were awful, but I didn't have any kids. My husband and I were engaged and we were living in our nice apartment and I just had my two cats like I had or technically at that point I just had one cat um so we had very like minimal responsibilities it was just make sure all the bills in the house were paid and then whatever extra money was fun money um but I had been serving for so many years that I knew I no longer wanted that for my life and I was meant for more um I didn't want to continue to exchange my time for money in big corporate jobs where I wasn't appreciated or um, where I was very replaceable. Um, I just didn't like that feeling. I wanted to be home for holidays and not miss being with my family. I knew kids were going to be in our future and um, at that time I didn't know how soon we were going to be getting pregnant but I knew eventually we would want to start a family and I wanted to be home with my kids for holidays and their birthdays, and I wanted to be a present mom, um, and I just had a drive in me that I knew if I started a business, I would make it work. I would do the due diligence, I would do the research, and I would do whatever it took to make it succeed. So, fast forward, I then um, looked into a lash extension training course, and it was a what seemed to be a very reputable company. It was based in LA right on the water. So automatically I'm thinking, okay, this is worth the investment. It's a good reputable company. Like I'm going to get all my money's worth from this company. So I went down there. I did, it was like a two day or three day training. And then I got my certificate at the end of it. And, um, I started doing lashes and I quickly realized I hated lashing. Um, I've said this before and I'll say it again. Lash artists out there, if you're listening, I appreciate you and I never could be you. I cannot sit there and do the same thing over and over again for how long you do when you're lashing. And I just don't think lash artists get paid enough for what they do, to be honest, unless you're able to charge like $200 for a set. Like it's ridiculous how much time and energy goes into lashing. So I just knew that wasn't a fit for me. Um, And then shortly after that, I got my eyebrows microbladed and that was like major life changing for me. Um, I had always been very insecure about my eyebrows. Um, I have very thin, sparse eyebrows prior to microblading, Um, very blonde hair. So I always was drawing in my eyebrows and for those of you who draw on your eyebrows currently, you know how big of a struggle that is. Like, it's not fun. They're never the same. They're always, like, distant cousins, not twins, which is what you want. You want your brows to look like twins, but it's never how it goes. It takes me so long to draw them in every day. I was just over it. I was very active in high school. I played sports. I would love to go swimming, go to the lake, 
So I was so insecure when people would see me without my eyebrows drawn on versus with them drawn on. Um, I was almost like embarrassed. Like I didn't want to ever be in a situation where I couldn't draw my eyebrows in. So then when I had them microbladed, it literally boosted my confidence like times a million. I felt so confident waking up in the morning and just going. I didn't feel like I needed to draw on my brows. Um, I felt like I could just leave the house and look presentable. And if you know, you know, like you know the struggle if you have to draw on your eyebrows every day. It's a pain in the butt. So once I had that done, I was like, oh my god, what would it take for me to become a microblading artist? Because this confidence that I'm feeling, everyone needs to feel around me. Like, I want to give this to other women. I want other people to be able to feel this confident, love themselves how much I love myself now, um, and just not have another thing to worry about every day. Because if there's one less thing I have to worry about in the morning, I'm going to pay money to not have to worry about it, <laughs> especially now having a daughter. Um, so I researched like a mad woman. Um, because I'm queen of researching. I will literally look anything up on YouTube and I will just go all in. So I did a bunch of research on YouTube. I did a bunch of research on Google. I started following permanent makeup artists. I started trying to figure out um, what their prices were, how much money there potentially is in that industry. Um, Then it kind of opened up more doors to being an esthetician and um, having different streams of income. So that was always an idea in the back of my mind was to become an esthetician, but at that time, I couldn't afford to not work full-time or not work what I thought I needed to work at my nine-to-five job, Um, so I wasn't in a position to quit, so I was working on my two days off at a studio that I got trained to be a microblading artist at. I was doing just, like, booth rent there, and I would work basically seven days a week. On the days I wasn't working, I was in the studio. I would get off sometimes and go take clients or before I'd go in, I would take clients um, and I was just trying to make it work any way I possibly could. So biggest thing, if you're going to start a business or you're going to become an entrepreneur, you are going to have to make so many sacrifices. And I don't say that to scare you and I don't say that to deter you, but I just want everyone to be mentally prepared because I think in 2023 right now it is so trendy and such a fad to become a business owner and like it seems like oh everyone's doing it I can do it and that's not the case I've met so many people who have openly admitted like being an entrepreneur is not their thing they need that nine to five and I'd be lying if there were days where I didn't wish I worked a nine to five where I could go in do what I had to do and clock out and leave work at work like as an entrepreneur, you are running your business 24-7 and it doesn't stop for a long time. You have to put in the work to be repaid by your business and if you're not working your business, it's not going to work. Like it's not going to just magically make you six figures. Um, I don't care what all of these big life coaches or, you know, business coaches are telling you with starting a business in the beauty industry and how it's so easy to become a six-figure entrepreneur, it's bullshit. It does not just take a six-week course online to make you six figures. Like, you have to have it in you. You can't just take a training and instantly you're making six figures. That's not the case. Um, So, that is like my biggest 
piece of advice so far is just to know that you're going to make a lot of sacrifices, but it is going to be so worth it. And if you're in that moment, you're in the thick of it and you're making sacrifices and you're thinking in your head, like, this is so not worth it. Like, I'm so miserable. This absolutely sucks. Then stop because you're not going to love what you do and you're not going to be able to keep it up long enough to basically reap the benefits of it if you already in the beginning when you're having to make those sacrifices are miserable and just already thinking in your head like this is not this is not what I should be doing so biggest tip be ready for sacrifices but know that if you're passionate about what you're sacrificing for it's gonna work out and it's gonna be even better than you can imagine um so many sacrifices were made and then I actually was interested in lashing at a studio and I quickly found out that in the state of California you legally cannot lash without an esthetician or cosmetology license so if you are being told by a company that you just need their certification and then you can lash in California they are lying to you because that is what the company I took my lash training at did to me they blatantly lied to me I can pull up the email like I still have it I still saved it because eventually down the line I'd love to start a like coaching trainings basically or coaching sessions with other people who are truly ready to start their own business and it's not just like a fad for them and they're really willing to put in the work um I'd eventually like to accumulate all the information I have learned hard way and just by doing research and share that with people because there's so much that there's just so much information that's not openly shared because people want to profit off of others loss and others lack of knowledge and that's very very fucked up but it's gonna happen and it happened to me so I learned the hard way I paid over a thousand dollars for this training to learn how to do lashes and I was straight up lied to that that's all I needed I didn't need any other licensing um and it wasn't just a miscommunication like I vividly like I blatantly asked do I need any other licensing and I was told straight up no you don't need any other licensing your certificate will be suffice that's all you need so do your research because no one's going to have your back except you. No one's going to care if you're operating a business legally or if you're operating a business safely or clean. They just want your money majority of the time, unfortunately. So you got to watch out for yourself. Um, so I quickly realized I needed an esthetician license to be a lash tech. Um, so then I always after that, I was like, okay, I, I want to get my license. I love skin. When I was younger in high school, I thought about being a dermatologist because I love Dr. Pimple Popper. Like, I love all of those things, all about skincare um, and just being more confident any way that we can, whether that's struggling with acne or microblading or getting your lashes done. Like, anything that can make you more confident, I wanted to help women do. So, that was always something in the back of my mind I wanted to pursue it just wasn't lining up so I just continued to work my nine to five um five days a week and then I was doing microblading on the side and eventually I had a co-worker who was a cosmetologist and she so she could start so she could do lash extensions because she was a cosmetologist so we decided we found a really really cute spot in Redlands California and it was like right in downtown um 
it was just perfect. It was a really small little room for us and I could do my microblading in there and she can do her lashes in there. But, um, I quickly found out that you needed a sink in your treatment room, um, as a permanent makeup artist, which is something a lot of people don't realize. And they'll go and they'll sign leases for commercial spaces and get in there. And then when the health department has to come out and basically inspect your your facility and you don't have a sink in there, you're not going to be able to open and operate. So this building I was in or we were in was very old. Um, It would have taken a lot of money to get a sink installed. I had already installed hardwood flooring. I painted like this all came out of my pocket and me and my dad did everything. So I already had invested a lot of money in this place that I didn't own. And I didn't want to keep investing more money because I knew I was going to quickly outgrow it. Um, It was a very small little room and I knew that I wasn't going to be in there long enough to make it worth it. So I was on the fence about leaving the space and it just ended up working out that um, COVID happened and I got pregnant (laughs) and I was in esthetician school. I finally enrolled in esthetician school so I could start doing more services. Um, I could broaden my service menu and I just decided I was getting close to my due date. Um, I was exhausted so I gave up my studio and I started working from home for like the remaining month or two that I was pregnant and taking clients still before I went on maternity leave. Um, so all of 2020, I I was in esthetician school and I was pregnant and I then delivered my daughter at the end of 2020. I graduated esthetician school at the end of 20. I graduated esthetician school literally two weeks after, no, I'm sorry, two weeks before I delivered my daughter. So I was pregnant the entire duration of school, um, which I feel like is a whole other process and a whole other story that I can get into but um yeah so I I did school and I was exhausted but honestly I made the best out of 2020 I know it was a really tough time for everyone a lot of people lost their jobs and had like very very hard decisions to make with their with their career and Um, it was a very stressful time and scary time. I don't want to downplay it, but I definitely use that as a very big pivotal moment for me. And when I no longer was able to work my bartending job and we closed down because of COVID, I ironically actually quit that job like 12 days before they shut down because of COVID. Um, I was on a vacation and I was, I gave my two weeks and I was like, this, this job is toxic. The people I'm around are toxic. I like, not my coworkers weren't toxic, but like the people I'm serving, it was just draining. Like it wasn't a good environment. I wasn't happy there. Um, so I ended up putting in my two weeks and quitting and then COVID happened, shut everything down and I found out I was pregnant. So everything was just lining up perfectly to be like, Mackenzie, this is what you're supposed to be doing. Like that was the universe telling me like you're, you're going all or nothing. Like there's no more half and half you need. You've been wanting a sign to show you that this is the, 
the time to take the leap and go all in for your business and here it is. So I don't think there could have been a more clear cut sign for me to take that leap but I then took the leap and um like I said, all that happened. I started esthetician school. I graduated. And then two weeks later, I had my daughter and I was no longer in a space for my business. I was working out of my house. Um, and I knew when I came back from maternity leave, I wasn't going to be bringing people into my home anymore with a newborn. Um, I, I couldn't, I was like giving facials in my living room. Um, in my tiny apartment. Like it was just un- unrealistic and not something I could do long term. So I knew once I had my daughter and I was ready to come back that I needed to get in a space. And I felt like what better time than to start looking for a brick and mortar. So I started looking and that was a whole process. I think um, if you guys are listening to this podcast and you guys have any questions, um, I definitely recommend sending me questions through my Instagram. You can send me a message at um, open your own door pod on Instagram or you can send it to my business Instagram, which is underscore the yellow door co co. Um, but it was a big process trying to find a space um, that was basically set up for what I needed it for um, because you can't just move into any building doing beauty um, opening a beauty spa. So it was a lot of work and it took a lot of trial and error. It took a lot of me, um, one, even just figuring out what the requirements were. I mean, there's such great areas when you're looking, if you just go onto like state board's website and try and look at what the requirements are in their handbook, it's like a million pages long and everything is worded so confusing and it's such great areas. Like, I had to email back and forth with people that worked for state board. I was emailing back and forth with the health department for my body art practitioner license and like my permit for my facility. I was doing so much of this stuff to try and get answers before I committed on signing a lease somewhere. Um, so it was a lot. It, the whole process was very overwhelming, all while being very sleep deprived with a newborn um, and coming off of COVID. I mean, things are like slowly starting to open, but then again, like there's still the unknown. It was still very scary in the beginning of 2021. So it definitely was a very challenging time um, to be trying to do this. But again, I was working with what I had and I was honestly just using the downtime to my advantage um, without having to go work a nine to five. So I'm very thankful everything that came out of 2020. And I actually found a space in January. Yeah, I think it was around January. I had already been looking at this space in Redlands, but it was like a bigger location. So it had rooms where I could rent them out to other artists um, because my goal was always to create an environment where like-minded business owners can come together and it doesn't even have to be all beauty. Um, I just wanted like-minded entrepreneurs and business owners to be in a place where we could network with one another we could bounce ideas off of each other it was all good vibes like there was no negativity no competition no fake like oh yeah women support women but also I'm going to talk shit about people behind their back like there was none of that I had no time for it I I felt like if 
people had time to talk shit, then clearly their business wasn't doing that well because there's no way you're able to run a business and then have energy to think about anything else going on in your life. Um, or not in your life, but like outside factors of like what the person down the street is doing. So I just wanted a spot with good energy, great people, good vibes all the time. And I found a space and I was basically misled for a very long time that this space was going to be mine all to right after I had my daughter and like lease papers were supposed to be being signed, the owner of the building backed out. And I don't know if someone got in his, in his head or what, but their excuse was that they basically just didn't want to rent to someone in the industry I was in. So if you are someone who's struggling getting a space because it's very, very difficult as a beauty professional to, one, be taken seriously. I don't know why. It's so hard for other business owners to understand that like it, the potential of what we can make is unbelievable for some. Um, so if you're not being taken seriously, I, I hear you. I understand your struggle, but don't let that deter you. Don't let that discourage you because there's going to be someone out there that's going to take a risk on you and let you lease their space they own. And that's all you need. You just need one door to open up for you and you're going to just take off. So I was very discouraged. I remember crying to my husband in our kitchen, like, is this a sign? Is this just not what I'm meant to be doing? What am I thinking? Should I just go get another job, like work another bartending job? Like maybe this was like a great idea in theory and it's just not feasible for us. Like what should I do? And thank God I have the most supportive husband on the planet. He was like, no, this is not a sign. This is just an obstacle in the road and I know you and you're not going to let this stop you. So we're going to make it work. We're going to figure something out. And I, I didn't know what to do. I had clients that like touch-ups were coming up. I had basically scheduled my maternity leave to be just enough time from like when I took my last client to like when touch-ups would start. Because if you are familiar with microblading, you know there's like a six to nine week period after their appointments where they then come back for Um, a touch-up appointment. So I was starting to get close to that time where like I had clients I was going to start taking and I knew I wasn't taking them in my house anymore. So I was kind of panicked and I, I jumped into a solo salon and it was definitely a learning curve. It was a learning experience. Um, it didn't last long thank God, because I found my beautiful brick and mortar location I have now. Um, But I think it took me just sitting back and accepting that I am where I am and this isn't a forever thing, but it's what I got to do to keep my business running and to grow. And maybe this is just all part of the plan. And it sure was. I then reconnected with a realtor that I reached out to like years before and she somehow, by the grace of God, found me this storefront and it was absolutely perfect. Um, it had all the requirements I needed. I had very minimal build out I needed to do, thankfully. Um, because if those of you who are listening or watching, if you guys have ever done a build out, you know it's not cheap, one, and it's not easy, two. Um, 
things constantly come up. I hear horror stories all the time about people who get quotes of like, you know, it's going to be $70,000 for this build out. And then because of COVID, like the price of lumber goes up and all of these things, then all of a sudden you're like looking at a $115,000 build out. Um, so I was just so thankful that no build out was necessary. I was able to just move in basically. It was like move in ready, essentially. Um, I did do sink installations and more rooms. Um, I tore down some walls and I painted, but in the grand scheme of things, I did, thankfully I had very little, um, structural things I needed to do to my building. It was all just, I could focus on decorating and making it feel homey and comfortable and beautiful. I wanted everyone to walk in and be like, oh my God, this space is like gorgeous. I love it. I want to keep coming back here because of the vibe. And, um, that didn't even like, I I couldn't even have dreamed how it was going to turn out because it turned out even better than what I was hoping for. But it took a village for sure. It was not just myself. I had so many people that rallied behind me and helped me get this space all transformed. And mind you, I was, I would have conversations with contractors and they'd be like, oh, okay, um, yeah, we can do that job. But like, what's your time frame? What are you looking at? And I'm like, oh, like I'm looking at the first and they're like, the first of what month, honey? Like, there's no way we're going to get this done in that amount of time. And I'm like, no, you will. We will get this done. And they thought I was absolutely insane, but we got it done. (laughs) Somehow, um, they literally all probably thought I was crazy. I can't tell you how many people literally I would tell, like, this is my my end goal. This is the date I want it done by. This is my deadline. And they would be like, I, I don't think you understand. And I'm like, no, I do. But you're, we're going to get this done. Like, this is going to happen. And it did. And <laughs> I'm, my husband probably thought I was insane. And my family probably thought I was crazy. But we did it. I did it with a newborn. Um, and it was probably some of the most fun looking back on it. Like, the such a fun experience. Um, and then that didn't even, like, I didn't even start to think about, like, all of the potential that would come from the business. Like I just knew I wanted to get a good space. So then I got into my gorgeous brick and mortar currently that I have in Redlands, California. Um, and it filled with the absolute best business owners, beauty professionals, entrepreneurs, whatever you want to call us, that I could have possibly had I mean I just remember praying and praying and telling my husband like I've had some shitty interactions with people in this industry and I just pray God that if you fill my studio please be picky and please fill it with people who are going to be good and do me good and be good to one another. Like, I just wanted no drama. And I know, like, you're thinking, like, yeah, right, Mackenzie. But it's possible, I swear it is. Um, we had so much fun. And I, like, I still to this day have no hard feelings. Basically, everyone who I started with, except for my one girl, Karina, my ride or die. Um, she's been with me for now almost two years, but I had all of my girls with me for basically 
the whole first year that I was in business. Um, and it was like a family. It made work not feel like work and it was amazing. Um, and I am so grateful to be able to say like no one left on bad terms. It was never ugly. Like I just am so fortunate for the group of girls that I first started my business with. Um, and then now going into two years at my location, I still have nothing but phenomenal women that work in the yellow door and that honestly can make or break it because there are some very, you know, bad people in the world, people with very bad intentions who just don't have your best interest at heart and it's really, really hard to find a group of people who work well together and I honestly can say like I just am very selective if you get a bad vibe with someone there are other people that will fill the space don't just be desperate and try and fill your rooms with anyone because that's also another big tip um be very selective you didn't work this hard in your business to create a brand or a name for yourself to have other people destroy it or put a bad taste in other people's mouths when they think about your business. So fill your studio with people who light you up, who just make you super motivated and really like really really excited to be at work and really stoked to be doing what you're doing because then you're going to want to keep doing it even more but if you fill your studio with people who are not like that and people who you just don't vibe with it's not going to be an enjoyable experience so I just very really 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 recommend being very picky and very strategic with who you allow to run from you um but so then I I opened up the Redlands location and we've been here for two years. Like I said, this this coming up like April is when I think I got my keys or May. It was like April or May, one of the two. Um, and we're coming up on two years and now I'm expanding and I'm opening up yellow door 2.0 in san diego um, more specifically in pacific beach we're literally a block away from the water like you guys you walk outside of our studio and there's a restaurant in front of our studio and then there's the ocean like we are on the water um it's an amazing area if you've ever been to san diego and pacific beach area we're right on mission boulevard we're right by belmont park there's so many delicious restaurants and cute coffee shops and beautiful bars, like so much to do down there. So I'm so excited. I know that it's going to be just so much fun and we're going to meet so many amazing people. Um, tomorrow, actually, I'm super excited. Me and a few girls from the Redlands location and a couple other people who are renting from me in San Diego, we're all going to go out there. So I'll definitely record and document and like get that whole trip on on video and and document the whole process because I'm so excited for everyone to see the space and just to be in there with the people that I'm working with currently like I'm it's just such like I'm getting chills it's just such a surreal feeling um but I'm so excited and I'm 
I know that there's going to be a lot more I'm going to learn during this process, but I just know deep down in my gut, like, this is the right time. I I feel like my whole transition to San Diego can be a whole nother episode, um, but I just wanted to come on here and just, like, really share with you guys my experience and my journey so far and give a little bit more detail Um, I'm going to start getting on TikTok. I have recorded like the first half of this podcast episode, so I'm going to start trying to get things on TikTok that way, Um, do like reels on Instagram of behind the scenes and just helping give you guys any educational information I can for this process because it's very scary and I don't think a lot of people talk about the process. Um, but there's no, like, secret formula, really. It's all about doing your due diligence and just researching and asking the questions, figuring out who to talk to, making connections, being organized. Like, there's so many helpful tools that I have to help other beauty professionals or entrepreneurs that are wanting to take that next step. So that's my goal with these podcasts and with the future TikToks I want to make. Like, I just want to help you guys learn from my mistakes because I've made plenty um, and save you that much time and money. I mean, because time is money. Our time is very valuable. So anything I can help, anything that will help you guys make your process easier, I'm here for. So I really, really hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode and I hope that you guys are just as excited for this new adventure as I am. Um, It's going to be a whole different experience out in San Diego. The concept that we've already been working on is going to be very luxe and very um, elegant, but also still the same yellow door you guys know and love. Um, We're going to have more tattoo artists. Um, Our piercing experience is going to be out of this world. It's going to be a completely elevated experience with piercings. Um, I'm I'm working on a lot of things for that. The boutique is going to be completely revamped and I'm really, really excited for that out there. So there's just so many amazing good things that we have to look forward to that I'm really, really excited for 2023. Um, We're in February, month two of 2023, and I just have a good feeling that this is going to be a good year. So I hope you guys all are enjoying your week. I hope you guys had a great Valentine's Day. Um, I hope you guys did something for yourself. I hope you treated yourself or you took yourself out to coffee or to get a cocktail or get a facial or just buy yourself that pair of shoes you've been looking at or whatever the case is. I hope that you enjoyed yourself and just treated yourself with love and respect because you were amazing. And I cannot wait to post more about the San Diego location. So again, if you guys haven't followed us, um, our podcast Instagram, it's open your own door pod. And then if you want to follow our business Instagram it's underscore the yellow door co co and that's where all of the details about our expansion is um 
we do have rooms for rent still so and stations so we have private rooms and we have stations open so if you're in the pacific beach area in san diego and you're looking to get out on your own for the first time or you're looking to get to a an area with very high foot traffic and just like a really good vibe area send us a message or you can email us or whatever however you want to get in contact with us and we will connect and i can answer any questions you guys have so i will talk to you guys next week and i hope you guys all have a great week bye